Welcome back to the Leading Yourself podcast. We are starting a new month. That means a new theme. If you know me, you know that I look at every month as a new chapter on a book. And on this 2023 book, chapter four, it's going to be about spring cleaning. Because when I think about April, the first thing that comes to my mind is spring cleaning. But don't worry, we're not going to be cleaning and tidying our house, even though that might be a good idea. We're going to be talking about spring cleaning our lives. This month, I'm going to share with you my personal framework to spring clean your life. But before we go there, this week, I want to use today's episode as a bridge between our previous theme on mindset and this month's theme on spring cleaning. When you combine those two things, what we're going to be talking about today is resetting our mindset. And you might ask yourself, do I need to reset my mindset? Well, if you, like me, are someone who it's always trying to maintain a positive mindset and you notice that it's not easy to stay focused or to stay enthusiastic all the time with everything and everyone around you fighting for your attention, or maybe you're trying to do everything and feeling that you're getting nowhere, this episode is for you. We're going to be talking about what are some signs that you need a mindset reset and how to go about resetting your mindset. Let's dig in into today's episode. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves, those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. Let me ask you something. Do you find yourself trying to do everything and getting nowhere? You want to start your life over, go back to school, write your first book or drop everything and start maybe your own business or make a big shift on your career. But somehow you always end up too busy to make any real progress. Slowly you inch towards your goals hoping that you'll get some time one day. When my kids get older, I'll have time. When I finish this project, I'll have time. When I have more money, then I'll have time. When I retire, then I'll have time. Somehow that time never comes. Have you ever feel like that? With the demands of life on our shoulders, you ha- you, we have just too much to do to create the time that we need to build our dream life. So you keep pushing your dreams back and waiting for some magic to happen later that will free up your time. If you ever have felt like this, or maybe you're feeling always tired and overworked and underappreciated. You know, maybe you're working hard and long hours and 
you know, you easily feel like you don't own your life anymore and you feel overworked and underappreciated. It seems like no one notices what you're doing. Maybe you're spending too much time helping other people to build their dreams and you feel that you never get to help yourself. Or maybe you know that it's time to get out of your own way and demand more from life, but you feel stuck. Or maybe you are the type of achiever that people know they can count on. Are you the person that everyone is calling, right? Your mom is calling for help. Your coworkers is calling for help. Everyone is calling for your help. And you find that it's really hard to find me time to do the things that are most important to you, not to other people. Maybe you are constantly finding yourself comparing yourself with others. And you look around at your friends or even strangers in the internet, and you just hope that you had the life they do. Yet you don't know what their lives really look like. If any of these things you can relate with, you might be in a need of a mindset reset. Or maybe you, like me, are you're someone who is always trying to maintain a positive mindset. But you have noticed that it's hard. It's hard to keep up that, that positive mindset when everything and everyone is fighting for your attention. I mean, think about it for a minute. The news, the emails, the videos, the conversations, all the information coming your way can sometimes overload us. And these overload clouds, as I like to call them, they cloud our brain and they cause us more stress than it's needed. And then we fall into this negative spiral that is so hard to get out of. If you ever had felt like any of this, you might be in the need of a mindset reset. And today I'm going to share with you some tactics, some strategies to help you reset your mind so you can move away from all of these things and feel at your best because we all want to feel at our best. So let's talk about what are some of those strategies high level. And then I am going to touch on some specific negative mindsets and how to revert those. So at a very high level, how do you go about doing a mindset detox, as I like to call it? I mentioned on the introduction of today's podcast episode that the month of April for me is the month that I do a spring cleaning on my life. And for me, spring cleaning is a synonym of, of course, cleaning, but also detoxing. And today, what I want to talk about is how do we detox our minds. When our minds are cloud by all of these things, all of these negative thoughts, all, all of these comparisons, all of these things that are holding us back and preventing us from taking some time for ourselves to work on ourselves with ourselves, when it's preventing us from staying positive and optimistic. And let me clarify, it's not that everything is always perfect and positive. It's how we look at things from what perspective we look at things. That's where our mindset is so critical. 
two people can go through the same situation, even if the situation, looking at it from an impartial view, looks negative, someone with a positive and a growth mindset will find opportunities in that challenge. While a person with a negative and more of a fixed mindset is going to only see the problems, right? We talked about this last month when we were talking about fixed mindset versus growth mindset. So if you're finding trapped, stuck in a negative mindset, how can you go about detoxing your mindset? Or maybe you're just feeling overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated. How do you move away from that? So you can have a more positive mindset that supports you in taking the actions that you need to move you forward. So let's go and talk about, um, I'm going to share five high-level strategies to detox our mind. The first strategy is to give your mind some space. I mentioned before, we're constantly overloaded by information, by everything and everyone demanding our time, our attention, our energy. People coming at you, asking for things, information bombarding you from all fronts, in your work email, in your personal email, in your phone, everywhere. Now more than ever, we are really overloaded with information. And that information sometimes creates that feeling of demand from us to do something. And we can feel really overloaded. So the first strategy to detox our minds, our minds, our brains, our mindsets is to give our brain, our mind some space. If your mind is feeling cluttered, one of my favorite ways to free up space in my mind is to do a brain dump. I know that's not a pretty term, and, but I, I'm sure you have heard it before. A brain dump, basically, it's when you get a piece of paper and you write anything that comes to your mind. And I want to emphasize anything and everything that comes to your mind. You let go of the information you don't need in your, in your head, in your brain, by sprinkling your to-do list. Basically, that's what we're doing. We're sprinkling our to-do list. This is something I like to do often, sometimes every day, if I'm struggling even to go to bed because my brain can stop, I like to have a notebook and a pen on my nightstand by my bed. So when I'm feeling overwhelmed, when I'm feeling that my brain can stop, I just get the notebook and I just brain dump everything that is in my mind. And that frees up the space. This strategy can be used any time of the day, as many times as you need. Every time you find yourself like going through your to-do list in your mind and feeling overwhelmed and stressed by all the things that you need to do or all the things that you want not to forget about, do a brain dump. And it's very easy. Grab a piece of paper and write down everything that is in your mind. If you don't have a piece of paper, grab your phone, open a note and start writing or typing everything that is in your mind. You will be amazed on how relief you feel once you put everything on a piece of paper or on a note on your phone. 
And that way you make sure that you don't forget about all of those things that you're afraid you will forget if you don't keep thinking about them. Okay, strategy number two um, is to reduce noise and negativity. If you're anything like me, you can easily absorb other people's energy. We all carry our own energy and we have the power of influencing other people's energy by our energy. You probably have heard this metaphor that talks about be the thermostat, not the thermometer, right? The thermometer measures the temperature in a room. The thermometer influences the temperature in a room. And we have the capacity to influence the energy around us. But in the same way, we can be influenced by other people's energy. So it is very important to be around positive people. The same is true for the types of information that you consume online. If you don't spend any time alone without interference from others, we lose that sense of our own thoughts and our own opinions. And that applies to real people as well as people on the internet through blog posts and podcasts and social media and all of that. Everything that we consume and everyone we're around influences our energy. So for me, I like to do social media audits once in a while. I look at who I am I following, who I'm interacting with in social media, and who is adding value and who is robbing me from positive energy. And I start to unfollow any account that is not adding positive value to me. If something is causing me to create comparison, unfollow. If something is causing me to be worried, unfollow. I don't read the news anymore. Since the pandemic, I stopped listening to the news because I remember when we were in the heart of the pandemic, every day felt like a roller coaster with the news about COVID. And then it was the war with Russia. And then is something else. It is important to be informed of what is going in the world, but don't get obsessed about the news. Like I, my husband has that job. He actually likes to follow the news. So I just ask him for a download of the highlights when I need to know something. But I personally don't read the news because I have noticed that for me personally, it creates a negative energy. I feel stressed. I feel worried. And I don't need that in my life. I don't need more stress. I don't need to be more worried than I'm already. So I try to unfollow anything that is not adding positive energy and value to my life. And I like to do those social media audits at least once a quarter or twice a year. But really, as you're scrolling, if you're coming across an account two, three times that you look at that account and it creates a negative feeling, unfollow. Allow yourself to unfollow or to mute for a little bit until you are in a different headspace where that doesn't rob you of your positive energy. 
So follow and interact with people who add value or positivity to your life. Then ask yourself, how can you remove what is not adding value to you? Unsubscribe, unfollow, and perhaps try a media detox to give your brain a break. And a media detox is not other thing than staying out of media for a period of time. And the best way to do that is to delete the app from your phone. So then there's no temptations. There is no um, uh, like messages or pop-ups telling you that there's something new for you to look at, right? Strategy number three, go to your happy place. We all have a happy place. And when I talk about a happy place, it doesn't necessarily mean a physical place identify what are the things, the activities, the places, the people that calm your mind instead of overwhelm it. This could include activities like maybe for you is meditation or reading or listening to a podcast or watching your favorite TV show or practicing yoga or going out in nature for a walk. Make your own list of what are the things that tend to bring you peace of mind, that calm your mind, that help you relax, that are an outlet for you when you're feeling overwhelmed. It could also be a physical space, right? Like a particular room in your house, or maybe it's a yoga studio, or maybe it's out in nature, in a park, or in the forest, or the beach, whatever that is. Whenever your thoughts start to turn negative, go to your happy place. It's going to help to reset your mind and get you in a more positive headspace. Okay, strategy number four is to reduce distractions. One of the reasons we get overwhelmed and distracted is because we're constantly multitasking. I talked about multitasking before. I used to be the person that was proud of being a multitasker. Enter, I find out that there is not such thing, especially when the activities that you're doing are requiring brain power. What you're actually doing is just shifting from one activity to the other very quickly. And that negatively impacts your productivity, but also makes you feel more overwhelmed and more distracted. By now, you've probably heard this, right? That multitasking is not good for your brain, is not good for your productivity. This constant need to gain more information by scrolling through the internet is only causing more stress. Instead, practice the art of not reacting to every impulse through an idea that you have or something that you hear. I am that kind of person. I easily get distracted by ideas, not even noise around me, not even people around me or information as we talked before, sometimes is my own head. I have a new idea and it looks like this shiny object and I want to follow that shiny object. I have an idea and my first instinct is to take action towards that idea. And I find myself adding more and more and more projects. And that on one hand energizes me because I am that type of person that I would rather be super busy and be working on a lot of things at the same time than being bored and not have what to do. But I have realized that if this is a constant and I'm always doing this, I'm always reacting to my new ideas, 
I get overwhelmed, I get distracted, and then I tend not to put my best energy into any idea in particular. So one way to do this, to practice the art of not reacting to every impulse thought or idea that you have, sorry, is the one tap challenge. I know it sounds extreme, but this is a mindfulness practice that I learned and it's great to clear your mind and prevent impulse actions. And this one tap challenge, what it is, it's nothing else than if you think about your mind as a computer. If I were to peek into your computer screen right now, how many taps do you have open? If you peek into my computer, like two years ago, I would have a hundred tabs open. Probably I'm exaggerating, but at least 10 tabs open. I'm working on 10 things at the same time. One of them is always my email. The other one is always Teams. And then I have Excel files and PowerPoint files and, 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 right? And I'm just, you know, I'm just hopping from one tab to the other. So this one tab challenge is to only have one tab open at a time. And the same applies not only in your computer, but in your mind. Think about your mind as that computer. How many tabs do you have open in your mind right now? And how can you close them all so you only have one at a time? This is, sounds very simple and very easy, but it's super hard to do. It is for me anyways. Okay, our fifth and last strategy to detox our mind is to schedule time to reset. I want you to go to your calendar, wherever your calendar is, and block time for reset. I love to do this on weekends. This is one thing I like to do on Sundays. Other than recording the podcast, I set up time to reset. And during this time, what I do, I start with a brain dump. That's my starting point. I We talked about brain dumped. That was strategy number one. I put on a piece of paper everything that is in my mind. I stay away from social media. I typically put my phone away in a different room where I'm doing my reset. And I start just to go through my week. I plan my week. That is my time for reset, to organize my mind, to organize my thoughts. I maybe journal a little bit on Sundays. Um, That helps me to calm down, to be more mindful, to connect with how I'm feeling right now, what is important right now. And it helps to declutter my mind and put away a lot of the noise maybe that is clouding my mind at that time. What is important is you might say, I'm going to try this or that. Maybe from the four previous strategies, you're like, oh, yeah, I can try this. And it sounds simple and it sounds easy, but it's really hard to do it if you don't schedule time to do it, if you're not intentional about it. So this fifth strategy is all about that. Schedule some time to reset your mind, to detox your mind. And it doesn't have to be a lot of time. It can be five minutes, right? You can start your day or maybe in the middle of the day, right after lunch, before you jump back to work, you take a five-minute break 
just to detox your mind, to do a brain dump, to shut down your distractions and just focus on getting situated and aligned with, okay, I'm halfway through my day. What do I want to get out of the next half of the day? What are my intentions for the next half of the day? Recognizing what is the noise that I have right now and how can I lower the volume of all that noise and raise the volume of the things that matter to me and the things that I really want to get done today. So those are five high-level strategies to reset your mind, to detox your mindset. Now, I want to go over a few very specific examples of negative mindsets that we definitely want to detox from. So let's cover a few of them, and I'll share specific strategies for each of those mindsets. The first one we talked about a few minutes ago is the comparison mindset block. You think things like, oh, she's a better mom than I am. He is a better leader than me. She's more confident than I am. You don't feel smart enough, pretty enough, confident enough, whatever enough, you fill the blanks. This all stems from comparing yourself to other people or how you think you should be. And I'm making air quotes, how you should be, right? Comparison will always make you feel less and never feel enough. So how can you reset or detox your mindset if you're experiencing this comparison trap? The key here, this key strategy here is to put your focus back on you. Notice how much you've grown, how much you've improved. Notice your accomplishments. Notice what you've learned about yourself and how is changing your behaviors and your actions for the better. Write these things down and maybe meditate on them. One great practice to do is at the end of your day, write down three things that you accomplish or three things that you're proud of. A lot of times we go by our day and our brains are wired to naturally to see the the glass half empty, to look at oh, there's still all this space. There's still all these things that I need to do. There's still all these things that I need to improve. But very rarely, we're intentional about stopping and reflecting and looking back to see how far we've come. So if you make that a habit, that will help you combat that comparison trap. The second negative mindset that we want to detox from is the perfectionism mindset block. You believe the lie that nothing is worth doing if it's not done perfectly or quote unquote right. You find yourself trying to make all the tasks, the projects, all the activities the best they can be, no matter how long it takes. And it is hard for you to step out of your comfort zone because you don't want to make mistakes. This keeps you stuck and it prevents you from taking any action and sets you up for failure. Because here's the reality, perfection doesn't exist. It took me years to realize this, that perfection doesn't exist. I was a victim of this perfectionism mindset trap. I always wanted to be perfect and do everything perfectly. 
And I realized that I was spinning my wheels and putting a lot of time and effort and I was burning myself out and I was not achieving the perfection that I was looking for. Why? Because it doesn't exist. Everything can be improved. And if you have a growth mindset, you know this. Everything can be improved. So how do we detox our mindset from this perfectionism? Here's the key. Give yourself permission to be imperfect. Sounds simple, right? It's really hard, I know. And it seems obvious, but even though it seems obvious, and it is, it is not a common practice and is not a practice that is easy to implement if you have this perfectionism mindset. So here's how you do it. You focus on progress over perfection. Decide that everything is just an experiment. Choose the smallest action or step that you're willing to take imperfectly and do it. Then you'll be able to try new things, to put yourself out there and not beat yourself up for being human. Because if you're not perfect, you know why that is? It's because you're human. We are all imperfect beings. And therefore, we can achieve perfection. So find joy in the experience. Find joy in experimenting with things instead of waiting for the perfect output in order to find joy. Be okay with making progress over perfection. You probably have heard this many times. So here is another reminder. Okay, another mindset that we want to detox from is this problem-focused mindset. What is this? You tend to focus on your problems, on your limitations, on your weaknesses, on what is not working. You spend most of your time thinking about the things that are going wrong in your life. I don't have enough money. I don't have the perfect job. I gain weight, I'm stressed all the time, I don't have time, my job sucks, you can keep going on. Negative thoughts grow other negative thoughts. They become a spiral that is very hard to break out from. Once you start thinking negatively on one area of your life, that negativity contaminates other areas of your life. It's like when they say if you have a rotten apple, it will rotten the apples around it is the same thing with your negative thoughts. The more you ruminate on the negative, the longer you're going to stay stuck in this negative cycle. So how do we break this cycle and how do we detox from this problem-focused mindset? Here's the key for that one. Shift your thinking from what's wrong to what is right. How you do that? Try to list 10 things each day that are going right in your life. Even if they're small, like finding a parking spot near the entrance on at work or at the mall on a rainy day. Get in the habit of noticing when your negative thoughts come up and instead of indulging in those negative thoughts, intercept them with your what's going right list. When you find yourself ruminating on the things that are going wrong, Get a piece of paper, open that note on your phone, and try to write three things that are going right right now. And that is going to help you shift your mindset from more negative to more positive.
a great practice that helps here as well is a gratitude practice, right? It's basically the same thing. I have talked about gratitude practice so many times here in the podcast. It's one practice I practice myself every day. I write down five things that I'm grateful for that happened in the last 24 hours. And that helps me start my day in a positive mindset. And because I know the next day I'm going to have to write another five things, my brain is constantly wired to look for blessings in my life, things to be grateful for. Okay, another toxic mindset that we want to detox from is the I don't know mindset. The I don't know mentality will keep you from moving forward in any direction. You ignore your inner wisdom. You do have an opinion, an idea, a desire that you feel will be best or right for you. You do have a sense of which direction you want to go. You're just afraid to make a choice and take any action. And by not taking a choice, you are making a choice to give up on the life that you want. So how do we detox from this I don't know mindset? Realize that you have the power to make decisions for your own life. Give yourself permission to own your truth and admit that you know some things that you want. It could be, I know that I want to learn a new skill. Or I know that I want to exercise every day. Focus on making one small choice that will lead you in the direction that you want to go. And then take a small, tiny step towards it. So it's about gaining clarity about what you really want. And then what is the tiniest step that I can take? You don't need to know everything. You don't need to know how to get from point A to point B. You just need to take a step in the right direction. And when you convince yourself that you know what is that next tiny step and you actually take that step and you start to feel the progress, that is going to help you gain confidence and move away from this I don't know mindset that is stopping you and keeping you stuck. Another mindset we want to break away from and detox from is the I'll be happy when. You think, I'll be happy when you fill the blanks. We talked about this a little bit earlier. You base your happiness on outside circumstances. You'll be happy when you start a new business, when you have more friends, when you lose weight, when you make X amount of money, when your kids do their homeworks and their chores, when you buy your dream home. At the same time, you put the things that will make you happy now on hold because it's not the right time or other people's happiness is more important. Have you ever felt yourself trapped in between these two things that I'll be happy when and at the same time not taking action on the things that will make you happy now because you don't have time or because you're prioritizing other people's happiness before yours? This type of thinking contributes to your own unhappiness and your own frustration. If you're feeling frustrated, you probably suffer from this type of negative mindset. How do we detox from this mindset? It starts by taking responsibility for your own happiness. Stop waiting for someday. Make small daily choices that make you happy 
now. You can choose to be happy now while you're working towards creating a better life, where you're working towards pursuing those big dreams that you have. You just need to decide to commit to one thing every day that brings you joy. It could be something really small, like listening to your favorite music or enjoying a cup of coffee by yourself or practicing a hobby, whatever that is. I keep on the notes on my phone a joy list. I have a list of all the things that bring me joy. And most of the things in that list don't take a lot of time. They don't require me spending money and are things that I can do any day, right? So when I am feeling stuck, I go to my joy list and I pick something on that list and I do it. Whether it is recording a podcast, whether it is enjoying a cup of coffee, whether it is calling a friend, whether it is going out in nature, it can be simple little things. The key is that every day you do one thing that brings you joy. So you can experience joy and happiness now while you're working on those bigger dreams that you're pursuing. Okay, one last negative mindset that we want to detox from is the self-doubt mindset. This is the one where you continuously question whether you have what it takes to succeed, to reach your goals, to realize your dreams. You think, I am not sure that I can do this. I am not smart enough. Am I? And you're constantly questioning yourself. It probably won't work. It probably is not a good idea. Here's the thing. If you believe that you can't, you won't. Henry Ford said it. Whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. And this is exactly where we find ourselves trapped in this I can't mentality, this self-doubt mentality when we're questioning can we or can't we. And you end up giving up on settling before you do your best to make it happen. So how do we break away or detox from this mindset? You need to start by remembering all the things from your past that you thought you wouldn't be able to do, and then you did. All the times that you questioned whether you were capable of doing them, and you figure them out. Write down on a piece of paper. Draw a line down in the center. Label the left column things I thought I couldn't do. And then label the right column things that I did anyways. Think back through your life and list everything at one point that you believe you couldn't do, but then you succeeded on. This is a great way to challenge your own doubts and prove yourself wrong. You know, you might know, not know right now yet what you need to know to do the thing that you want to do. Because every time you embark in doing something new, you're going to suck at it because you've never done it before. You need to learn. You need to gain some practice, right? The key is to find proof to yourself that you've been here before. And that whether you think you're capable or not right now, or you're not capable yet, 
you have the power to figure it out. And this exercise can help you install that mindset of, I'm able to figure out it all. It doesn't matter what it is. I might not know how to do it. I might not be ready yet. And the yet is a key word. We talked about that last month when we were talking about mindset. But you're constantly reinforcing the mindset that I have the power to figure it out. I'm so sorry. I almost broke something near me. I'm sure you heard that. I'm okay. Everything is okay. And we are at the end of today's podcast episode. I hope that you found today's podcast episode helpful. If you did, as always, I'm going to ask you a favor. Share it with a friend. Send it to a colleague, to someone that you think can benefit from today's content. I would really appreciate it. It will mean the world to me if you help me spread the word of the Leading Yourself podcast. With that, I hope you have an amazing week ahead. I will see you here again next week for another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.